and welcome to another Christmas Battle Royale episode of We Only Look Thin. <laughs> I am Katherine Weigel. I am one of your hosts. I am a Tiny Habit Certified Coach. I am also a Thrive Certified oh, yeah. Coach. What? Actually, I've never talked about this before. Yeah. Uh, I am a Thrive cer- Certified Coach, and I have lost about 100 pounds. I'm super duper awesome. Yeah, that's I true. I am fighting a constant battle. Yeah, you are uh, you are fighting a constant battle against being too awesome. Too awesome, in my opinion. Uh, like you're certified awesome as well <laughs> as a certified uh, uh, Thrive Coach Thanks. and Tiny Habits Coach. Thanks. I am Who certified at nothing, but I am uh, your husband. I am Donald Weigel, and I am an official uh, co-host of this show. <laughs> and uh, I've lost about a hundred pounds, and uh, that was about five years ago that I hit that that mark, and. Uh, have kept it off, and we're here to talk about it. Yep, and you know what? I might be certified in many things, but you do all the electricity for the show. I don't know how it does it. I sit on the couch, and I talk about things, and magically, people around the world get it just like on Christmas night when Santa Claus magically flies around the world delivering gifts. You press a button somewhere on the internet, and our podcast is delivered to it's, all. It's just the like do podcast button, and everything <laughs> everything just happens. <laughs> I imagine something like from uh, the Flintstones, where there's like some sort of pterodactyl in the right. background, yep. and then you've got like a spinning wheel that's doing stuff. So you and... understand it way better than than you let on. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, our record player was spinning this morning. Was it? Yeah, it was just magic. Like you went out, and it was spinning, and I turned it off. So hopefully, it's fine. Wow. And but there wasn't a a, a, a bird. On the the turntable, making the sound go. No, unlike, I, I know. I always uh, like. The like I always thought, you know, in they were supposed to be prehistoric and have all this primitive uh, technology, but to me, it always was cooler. Than oh my gosh, had. like and, a like a saber tooth tiger garbage disposal. Oh like, heck who, who yeah! Doesn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> if all, we've gone backward, if haven't we? Only, everyone? Yeah. If it's not one thousand B BC, is that the one AD? Sure. Yeah, no, BC. BC. Okay, yeah. BC. Okay. Uh, speaking of battles, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> the battle of the garbage disposal. Yes, yes. You mentioned <laughs> battle royales for, for Christmas holidays. Now, when you, I know we've just talked about the Flintstones, yeah. but when you think about Christmas, what two names come to mind? <laughs> Two names. Wow. Uh, you don't have to. You you can just say you don't know. I, if if I, you don't want to cause any ruckus. I mean, you know, Santa Claus okay. and Andy Williams. <laughs> okay, those are safe. Yeah. What if I told you? <laughs> this is a surprise to Donald. Yeah. What if I told you that the, the real two names of Christmas are Clement Clark Moore and Henry Livingston Jr.? What would you say about that? <laughs> I would say that I need to know more. I mean, of course, I know who both of those are, oh, but you why do? don't you? No, oh, I okay. don't. <laughs> I, I was like over here, like I was trying to get it so that Donald wouldn't think I was, he couldn't cheat on my test. I was like yeah. putting all my notes away so he couldn't see them, keeping them very secret. No, they sound familiar. Are they the are, are they the writers of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Jingle All the <laughs> Jingle Way? Jingle All the Way. <laughs> that, no. Jingle no. All the Way to my new movie. Yeah. <laughs> Right, that's yeah, not my joke. Good, Was that Fran's joke? I don't remember. Okay, anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, end of days. Uh, okay, so they are actually yeah. in a battle. Uh, they've both passed on. Oh, yeah. But I imagine so they're, that they're in a they battle in the afterlife. In he- yeah, the battle in the afterlife over who actually wrote 
Twas the Night Before Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you love- Both of those names sound familiar, but I, I couldn't place either one. So um, it is said that Clement Clark Moore wrote. He's said to have written. I don't know why. Maybe he didn't write his name on his paper. Yeah. Which I know I, I got dinged for that in oh school. Oh my goodness, yeah. Tell you how much that happened. Yeah. Um, but it also turns out that Henry Livingston Jr. might have also r- written it. So really? no one actually knows. There have been universities that have had fake court battles over I've seen that. I actually saw one. Okay, this is like really getting off topic. I saw one. Uh, there, there was a theory that Shakespeare didn't write yeah, yeah, all yeah. of his plays. I saw a fake court battle in which they they uh, attributed some of sh- some some to most of Shakespeare's plays to somebody else, and uh, and there was an argument about it. Yeah, I, I think they made me watch that in English class in high school one time. Interesting. So um, there is a lesser known first verse of "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Really? That yeah. Like I don't know which one of them wrote it. But it definitely ended up on the cutting room floor because oh. there was a cutting room. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there is a cutting room when you're writing poems. Yeah, they and... only had uh, time to write the first two lines because uh, they were running out of time and had to record two podcasts. So <laughs> they only came up, whoever they were, yeah, whichever. Who, whoever whom, wrote, yeah, wrote this whoever wrote lost this. first yeah. verse. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. I can't wait okay. to hear it. Uh, Twas the night before weigh-in and all through the house. Not a calorie was burning because you were soused. <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing I could come up with. I love it. I mean, it. one of them came up with. Yeah. Uh, Clement or my good friend Hank. Yeah. Uh, one of those. <laughs> Hank. They, they came up. Henry. Yeah, no, you know, you know him from. well enough to call him Hank. Yeah, you? you know, my good friend Hank. Yeah. Uh, move over, Chopin. <laughs> um, but, so uh, Hank also got it done? Yeah, he also got it done. Or um, he might have gotten it done. But maybe. He, we're he, not actually sure. We think he could have. So you are not on the witness stand right now but if you recall that beloved uh book uh poem whatever it is uh song yeah what settled down for a long winter's nap uh i a ma in her kerchief and i in my cap yep. i believe there were and and children nestled oh yeah snug in their bed in yeah bed, and there were some mice right. that were like i'm out Right. There's no cheese. I'm no, just going to lay no, low. Nothing was stirring. Nothing was stirring. So but, lots of things were, were sleeping for long winter's naps. Yeah. And another thing that they forgot to mention yeah. is canaries. Oh. There were canaries in that original. Uh, don't don't Google it, but they were there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the traditional <laughs> Christmas canaries in a coal mine. Yeah. But if you know us, you know what canaries are, don't you, Donald? Yeah, it, you know, canaries in a coal mine. They used to actually send canaries down into coal mines to to make sure it was safe for people to go into the coal mines. Like if the na- canary came back and was fine, then they knew it was, uh, it probably was safe. <laughs> hey, canary, how are you? Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I am good. You are you are good to go. Tweet, down tweet, there. y'all. <laughs> um, and, and we have talked about your canaries in a coal mine for your weight loss and fitness uh, habits regimen, et cetera. Oh, I just remembered what else ends up where do who gets coal at christmas or what is in in stockings at christmas uh coal coal <laughs> i don't know that's why there's who not gets all this coal? <laughs> not naughty children and adults get coal yes they do and and canaries got that coal from the coal mine coal so mine. It's, it's all coming together <laughs> oh you're it's it's like a beautiful mind it's all all working hey out. look i promise Everyone who is listening, that there yeah. is a point to all of this. Yeah. So we as humans, 
Oh, yeah, we're human. Yeah, we are human, or so the scientists tell us. Right, I'm um, a, a normal human podcaster. Yeah, we settle down for a long winter's nap. Now, now that particular poem, book, story, song was about Christmas Eve, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It was about Christmas Eve. If you're listening to this when it comes out, Christmas is in two weeks. Yeah. This is not the time to settle down for a long winter's nap. No, no, this is the time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Smell Wake the canaries. up for a, for a short winter's stay awake. <laughs> the, o- short... the opposite of a long winter's nap. <laughs> exactly. A short summer stay awake. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. That's what they call it uh, in I don't know Brazil. <laughs> Ibiza. <laughs> oh, I like it. I don't know. I like it. I don't know why that came to me. Anyway, but what we're what I'm trying to say is Christmas is in two weeks. Yeah. And instead of settling down for a long winter's nap of habits, because you're too busy, there's too much to do, um, apparently it also means in the, the nap of habits, yeah. is you're too busy to wear clothes with zippers and buttons. Oh, and yeah. you, you get into that stretchy pant part of the year where you just give up on all of your healthy habits and wait until New Year. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I did this last year. I looked at the calendar and I was like, well, I'm a healthy, fit person at this point. <sighs> and New Year's is so close. I'm just going to eat and drink whatever I want for the next couple of weeks. And like, I paid for that decision for months and months and months afterwards. Uh, Using a credit card situation, it was like I put Christmas on a credit card and then It was so hard to take that weight back off. Guess what? I have not taken it off. I'm actually up five pounds from where I was at the end of last Christmas. So, uh, forbear. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Yes. Yes, forebear. But, you know, I think that that we as humans, uh, regular humans, wrong with us? Have, have this tendency to look at the calendar and say, like, New Year's is so close. I haven't hit my health and fitness goals. I'm just going to wait till next year because in January, then I'll really get it together. Well, and then there's the other people like us, which is sort of what we did last year of we are healthy, fit people. Right. And you know what? We're just living normal lives like normal humans, we imagine, are. Right. Who just eat whatever they want over the holidays. They they don't have to worry about it. They eat what they want. And so we pretend to be normal people. <laughs> who, yeah. what, what we imagine yeah. a normal yeah, person we, we is. Yeah, we pretend we can eat whatever we want without consequences. What exactly do you do with your time when you're not thinking about your body or food choices? I don't know. I still I don't, know, don't what, know. I don't know what those people do. I like They must have like more hobbies than I do. Oh, way something. more. Yeah, yeah they're, higher degree. They're, they're, now they're getting it done <laughs> they because getting... they have so much more free time. I know. I never understand it when a really uh, thin, good-looking person is dressed schlubbly. Because I'm like, if I look like that, I'd never. Here I am (laughs) sitting here wearing pajamas. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not good. But I think we think that rules don't apply at the holidays. And when we do that, we find out in January time and time again that the rules do apply. Yeah, just remind yourself, how has it worked out in the past on all of those (laughs) other years when you've looked at a calendar and said, you know what, I'm going to get it together in January. Like, have you gotten it together in January? Or is it just an aspiration to get it together in January? Exactly. And really ask yourself, the decisions that you're making now, the future you is going to have to deal with the consequences of them. And 
I, for one, do not especially, well, I shouldn't say especially this year, but after, you know, hopefully learning my lesson, do not want to go into next year having dug myself in deeper, i.e. having put on uh, some pounds that I then have to work extra hard to, to get off. Yeah, I am frankly still up like 15 pounds from last year, and I'm not, and that that's like pre-Christmas, whatever, and I am working. I'm a work in progress. Yes. But so I, I this is this is kind of a make or break Christmas for me. We're uh, almost at the five year anniversary of We Only Look Thin. I know. And it I don't want to change it to, well, they they held on to being thin for a little while. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they made it for a bit. They were they were there for a bit. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to They Were There for a Bit. <laughs> they were there for a bit. The yeah. has been show. Yeah. Uh, but uh but Donalds, why don't we go ahead and give them some uh, ideas of uh of what they can do this holiday season. Well, the first thing is to keep in mind that the FOMO, i.e. fear of missing out, is all in your head. And we create, I do this too, I, we create these scenarios in our head where we're, this is the only chance I will ever have to eat this particular food. Yeah. This is the holidays. It is not the holidays if I don't eat particular food XYZ. And, and I have to eat it now because in January, then I'm really going to have to buckle down and get it together. And that is just something, that is a story that you're inventing and not the reality of the situation. Well, and I think, too, the FOMO goes, like, we think of it day by day. Like, oh, my gosh, I've got to have this thing at, you know, they've got the McFlurry. I don't know. Is that a is that a thing for the holidays? Yeah, sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but... We go day by day, event by event, and go like, oh, gosh, like Jim in accounting brought in this special treat that his grandma made. And so we go like, this is the only time I'm going to be able to have Jim's thing. And then right. the next day, it's Susan's thing. And then the next day, it's Raphael's. I don't know. I'm coming up with names. I, sure. Yeah. But, but every day is a FOMO day. Right. And then suddenly, it's not just Christmas Day and Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. It's suddenly two more weeks of overindulgences. And if we don't pull back and look at the entire time and go like, oh, okay, I have two weeks to look at. What are the things that I'm really looking forward to? What are the things that are super important to me? And then pull back on those non, like not not non-essential. I mean, we can work things into our calories, but I find that if I start, it's really difficult to stop. Yeah, and and remember, like Christmas Day and New Year's Day are two days. If you if you decide that you're going to indulge in whatever you want on those two days you know, or Christmas Eve or whatever, I mean, New Year's Eve, like that's two days. The rest of the time you can stick to your health and fitness goals and still really enjoy the season. But regardless of what you do decide, go into it with a plan, have some sort of plan because where I really get in trouble is when I let all of those, you know, work treats or I let whatever treats come my way, just dictate how I'm going to act. I go in setting up a policy ahead of time is when I, I am feeling my best and I come out on the other side at my best is when I decide, okay, I'm only going to eat X treat when it comes up. All the other treats that are coming my way, I'm going to avoid. 
and or I'm only going to like indulge at this one meal and this other one meal and that is it and and go through the rest of the season uh, sticking to my normal plan. Well, and I know at one point you did if it if it's pumpkin pie I'll eat it right. but everything else I'll just abstain from. Yeah, I wasn't you know I was you know in case it uh, it sends people reeling into madness I was <laughs> going to avoid talking specific foods but yes pumpkin pie is generally my thing pumpkin pie or pumpkin cheesecake like if that shows up then I will I will go ahead and have it but every Everything else, I like. I don't need all of the other, you know, treats that are less special to me during the season. Yeah, we were actually watching a video yesterday of uh, a place that we like to go at the holiday season, and they were doing a, a, a couple did a video on all of the different seasonal food treats there, and it was actually almost like looking at a menu in real time, going like. Well, if I had to prioritize that or that, right. I would prioritize, you know, it was almost like a, what do they call it in base- basketball? The, the, the stairs or the ladder, or whatever they call it. Oh, it's the, the, the bracket. The bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah <laughs> Oh yeah, like so you're in your mind, you're like you you're setting the the foods against each other and exactly. then you're like you're narrowing it down and there you pick like your favorite from those two and your favorite from those two and they move on and then yeah. finally you end up with one champion food that is the food you'll eat for the season. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I no, just that thought is that, good. Yeah. I didn't say it very well, but that's what I thought of. But it was actually like, okay, am I going to prioritize, you know, the churro or the beignet shaped like Mickey Mouse's head? Okay, probably that like in and instead of having 20 treats during the day deciding on the one thing is really important this is basically a disneyland podcast now if i'm being honest yeah yeah for sure um but really the bottom line here is to stick to your minimums and really try to find like what can you do during this season are, are there things that you can continue to do, habits you can continue to do every day or, or however often that you normally do them that will, that will stay habits and carry you into the new year, making you feel more proud of the choices that you've made? Well, and I think part of that too is that, you know, we can talk ourselves in and out of just about anything and doing that thing of like, well, I just don't have time to go for a five minute walk. I don't have time to track. It's just too much. I'm, you know, I've got so much going on. That is a choice in a lot of ways. Yeah. That is a loophole of, well, I'm too busy to literally spend three minutes of my life tracking. And guess what? I did that last year and I gained like seven to 10 pounds over the holidays. Like we just did three episodes in a row that were, that were, you know, gentle suggestions for weight loss. Now it's time for some mean, harsh (laughs) truth, which is that when we tell ourselves that we don't have time or we tell ourselves that it's only once a year or that, you know, we'll never have this treat again, or this is the only chance, or I won't be happy if I don't eat this we are lying to ourselves. And the the truth is usually that we don't actually want to do the work to get the results that we say that we want. Yeah. And I mean, and those telltale signs, those canary habits that we have throughout the year, it's really important to sort of keep stock of the things that you know that you do that help you be successful. It's not just one thing. It's not just having a salad at lunch. It's things like weighing yourself regularly. When I stop weighing myself, when I pull away from the scale and just be like, ah, it's just too much. I'll do it over the, you know, I'll do it in the new year. 
that is a big sign that I'm going to gain weight. When I am present and when I continually and, and not continually, like 10 times a day, but when I consistently weigh in, yeah, it is much better on the scale than when I fall away. I fell away from the scale this summer for a couple of weeks. Guess who gained weight? Yep. It was like, eat all the food quick before the scale comes before home. Before you're going to have to get back on the scale. Yeah, that's, it, that's what I've done too. And, exactly. And, you know, another thing to do is keep tracking what you eat even when you go over even if you don't want to see that evidence it's really important to to continue that habit and to really you know be mindful of of what you are eating even when you're indulging yeah so i know for me a lot of times when we go out we'll do that thing and i think we did a calorie episode recently um over the last five years yeah um where i (laughs) i mark in if i go out for a big dinner i mark in you know 1200 calories if i go out for a big lunch it's 800 to a thousand calories depending on what it is but like donald said that habit of just checking in with the app makes it much easier to get back into full tracking when the holidays are over. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing to do, and this may not work for everybody, but but something that works for me is don't, I'm not saying to go into the holiday season completely denying yourself things. When I, when I say to myself, I, I'm going to make it through the rest of the year without having any treats, then it just makes me want them more and more. They become forbidden. I get more and more resentful and more and more upset. But when I have a plan, like we said earlier, to have certain treats or to have them at, at a certain frequency, then they become less forbidden. You're, you're making your own choices and your own rules. In, in my mind, when I'm, when I'm saying to myself, well, I can have it this time, this time, this time, then, then it doesn't become something where I have it once and then I can't stop. Right. But he doesn't like start in the morning with it. It's right. like an after dinner treat or something that's special late in the day. And that gets into that like sticking to your normal routines in the mornings and, you know, lunches as much as you can of sticking with protein and vegetables. Because when I go into that like carb world where I don't have anything fresh for weeks at a time, the weight just piles on like it, it's kind of sad there i said it <laughs> yes it's kind of sad and then you have a sad sad holiday season <laughs> i don't know um but another thing to do is through all this remember to be kind to yourself and if you do go over and if you do go off of your plan if you do go off of your own policy it's not the time to then beat yourself up and then again throw out the baby right. with the bathwater and just, you know, go go crazy. Remember, you can get right back on it the next day or the next hour or the next minute. Like if if you've done something that that you feel bad about in terms of food, you can you can just start over and it really will make you feel better knowing that you can, you know, you can start from that point on and continue going rather than just giving up entirely. Right. Because when you decide that it's just proof that you'll never get this right, you will make that dream come true. And for us, it's that getting right back on track as soon as possible that really does matter in the long term because the holidays are a short time, but they can, you can lose so much momentum if you just stop like today, if you're listening to it on the the 12th. 
you can lose so much momentum in two weeks if you just stop all of your habits. And I have gotten through in the last five years, I've gone through holiday seasons where I have been spot on. I've stuck to my calories. I've I've gone through and then I have gone through holiday seasons like last year where I just let myself go and I, I ate a lot more than I wanted. And what I'm getting at here is that you don't need to aim for perfection that you can do the best that you can and just you know minimize the damage maintain your weight gain less than you would have otherwise if you let go but the important thing is to not let go entirely of that foundation that you're trying to build for yourself to continue on you know if for throughout the rest of the year and for many years to come exactly and speaking of keeping up that momentum Make sure to keep moving every day, even if it's not your ideal amount of exercise, even if you're not going to the gym. I know for me, as we're recording this, it is, uh, it is not, uh, it is not now, it's then. Um, <laughs> but like, I won't be going to the gym for a few weeks because it's near our daughter's school. The school is c- closed for three weeks. So I will not have easy access to my gym. That doesn't mean I should stop working out. That means that I can shift to another, maybe less ideal workout, but I can still get in a morning walk or do home yoga or blog Pilates. Uh, but when we keep moving, we keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you keep that habit going. And, and the holidays oftentimes are an excuse just to, you know, to say, well, I'm not going to go during the holidays. It's the holidays. But you can still get in that five minute walk or more or, or whatever form of exercise that you choose to enjoy. You can still do that through the holidays. Maybe not as much as you would do at other times, but maybe you can if you, if you really put your mind to it. Yeah. And the, like one of the really big things, and this is sort of the, the smallest canary, biggest canary. I don't know what size matters. I don't know if it's like a high, low system or a yeah, low system. Yeah. I'm not sure. Is the biggest canary the da- most dangerous? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Like when Tweety Bird like got roided out and got all crazy. Oh, Remember yeah, in the, yeah. it was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Mr. Hyde? Hyde? Yeah. He had that uh, Jekyll and Hyde formula. That was yeah. good stuff. Um, but don't do what I did last year and just wear the stretchiest clothes. I know we joked about it at the beginning. Don't go into your yoga wear and your stretchy pants and your gym clothes and your, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, please wear clothes that fit you because I didn't. And then I had to go to the store and buy bigger clothes. Like, literally, while we were on vacation, I was like, I'm just going to hit the store by myself for a little while. (laughs) Bought some bigger jeans because they were too tight. And that that was because I spent a week and a half wearing stretchy pants. So, form-fitting clothing tell the real story of how our season is going. Yeah, and look, I hadn't intended to say this, but you bring up a good a good point. You know, I have said to myself before, it's only a couple of weeks. Like how <sighs> how much damage can I do? And it turns out <laughs> I what? can do a lot. Like turns out all the damage is yeah. what I can do. And I am capable in that short amount of time of consuming so many calories and sitting so much that that I really regret having Almost done like it. Almost like someone's in being dared. Like, oh, I know. there's no r- way you could do that. Really, I know. I've uh, I've always been grateful that eating contests were not about volume and they're more about speed because I I couldn't eat a lot of food fast. But if it was just like eating a lot of food over you know a, a length of time, I could do that. I would be a champion. <laughs> I would imagine that you could, but we're going in a different direction. Yes. With that. No. Now. 
now I'm I'm trying to be a champion of my choices instead. Of the champion of hot dogs. Of or... the cha- yes, exactly. So again, we are in the home stretch of the year, but that does not mean stretching back into stretchy clothing <laughs> and forgetting all of those habits that you know support you and you know make you feel your best. If we just decide that, you know, the year is over and your habits are going on vacation, what it's saying is that your true nature is that old version of yourself. Right. <laughs> the right. one that just is, you know, happy to just gain as much weight. And the older we are getting, the harder it is to lose weight quickly. Absolutely. My recovery time is much slower. So keeping those base habits really does matter over this season. And we have the opportunity to enjoy the holidays, but not have them consume us as we consume all the things. Ooh, nice. There we go. I was going to try to make some into all a good night, or but I, <laughs> I don't know, with like a flash ball, like a f- flash of glitter or something. Absolutely, with mice finally stirring from their naps <laughs> and uh, and lots of uh, glitter bombs and everything. But thank you so much for listening to this. If you're listening to this. When it comes out, oh, then clap, clap. Then you clap. are you are keeping yourself in the game, and we are uh, applaud you like Catherine just did, and we are grateful for you listening. Um, you can listen to all of our episodes wherever you found this one. Uh, we are on uh, most of the or all of the major podcast platforms, and you can also find all of our episodes anytime on our website at weonlylookthin.com. Yep, and if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click on the link for join our support group and find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a Facebook-based accountability group for women. We are not a weight loss plan, but we do have members doing so many different plans. We've got Weight Watchers, calorie tracking, intuitive eating, uh, macros, all of that. It's a place for support while you're working on your plan. So we do uh, habit challenges and Zoom meetings, and it's just a wonderful space for support and accountability and honesty, uh, especially during this time of the year where we can so quickly fall away from our habits. Leaning into support really does matter. We have two subscription options, a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a three-month option with a seven-day complimentary trial to see if Walt Place is right for you. Absolutely. Please check it out. And uh, also, you can interact with us through social media. We are at We Only Look Thin on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can send us an email to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We enjoy your episode suggestions. We've turned uh, many listener emails into episodes of this show. Uh, We have answered questions as episodes. Uh, We've answered questions as email replies as well. You can send them there. And uh, if you just want to say hello and uh, send us a compliment, we would like to hear from you in that way as well. Yep. And if you would really like to leave us a compliment, especially at this holiday season, if you could head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review, it means so much to us, not only to know that what we're doing year after year is making a difference in your life, but it also helps boost our ratings on Apple when other people are looking for inspirational podcasts 
like ours. Absolutely. And another way you can help us out uh, is to just tell somebody about the show. If uh, if you know someone you think would enjoy our show, get something out of it, please mention it to them. Or if you're in an online group and there are people there that, that might get something out of the show and you can give us a shout out, it really helps. Uh, word of mouth is one of the best ways to, uh, to grow the show. Well, and not only that, but it actually helps them like yes we are there for it but there are people out there who are really searching for like a bright light in this dark winter night so uh so yeah tell them about it and that is us (laughs) (laughs) so if you're trying to figure out who really wrote twas the night before christmas fred flintstone or shakespeare (laughs) just remember that Catherine and i are an an inspiration. inspiration Yabba dabba doo! The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.